Hi friends, welcome to What's for Lunch with Brad and Eliza. Join us as we share our experience navigating life, seasoned with hope, humor, and a side of fresh perspective. Thanks for tuning in. All right, what do you want to talk about? I think it would be really fun if we talk about our story because it's a story and it's kind of fun. It's so funny hearing it from the other person's perspective and there are things that I like repeat whenever I tell the story or... You always tell things in a very particular way. Very deliberate, like, yeah. Yeah, especially like our first day of class part. Well, let's go for it then. Awesome. Uh, so who's starting? So we were both in the same English class. It was the first day where we're, everybody is just introducing themselves and we go over the syllabus and that stuff. So we were going around the room and it was mostly a group of people who were all like humanities majors. The class was actually called Writing About Art and Humanities. Yeah, Writing yeah. About Art and Humanities. And we were both trying to get into the same music program at that point. So we were like the only two people in the class who were not some kind of humanities major. I mean, you were a Russian major, but I was a transfer student and I was just trying to get into this program. So we're going around the room, everybody's saying what their name is and what their major is and everything. And it gets to Brad and he's in the very back of the room. And I'm sitting like kind of on the far right side, but like just a little bit ahead of him. So I could hear him, but I didn't know like what he looked like. It gets to him and he's like... So I just said, I, my name is Brad. I am a Russian major. I'm trying to get into commercial music. It goes around the rest of the room and it gets to Eliza, who, by the way, I did notice her briefly coming in. The thing I remember about her is her little, like, beanie that she was wearing. It looked kind of like a homemade one with a little ball on the end and everything. And I just thought, it was like, okay, hipster, cute, whatever. I wasn't hipster. It was January. And it was my <laughs> first year out here. And I was freaking cold. I thought she looked like a hipster. And it was 8 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> anyway. But it gets around to Eliza and she goes, uh, yeah, so I'm planning on going to commercial music as well. And she'll tell you that out of the corner of her eye, she saw me do a bit of a fist in the air kind of success. I don't know why I didn't just look around and be like, oh, that guy. Maybe it was the beanie that was restricting my vision, whatever it was. But I just remember out of the corner of my eye, like peripheral vision, seeing this fist slowly pump. And I was like, interesting. Which is funny because we didn't really talk until the end of the semester like at all yeah we didn't have any interest in each other really like we both knew obviously that we were both trying to get into the same music program but other than just like hey how'd your audition go which by the way we both failed miserably very miserably getting in <laughs> so it was like hey how'd your audition go oh it sucked oh mine too yay high five great but there was no like romantic tension at that point we were classmates and we both had tried to get in the same program and we failed and it was like hooray we're partners in grief and well, well hold on that's a little bit of like what could have been romantic tension if it wasn't so just dorky. You actually recognize my voice. Oh, yeah. This glorious uh, moment here. It was pretty early on in the semester where everybody kind of starts sitting in the seat that they're going to sit in for the rest of the year. <laughs> so he was behind me the first day of class and he moved up to the front and I was sort of in the middle behind him. You know, I had a, a chance to see what he looked like, obviously. But the thing was, every time he would talk and, you know, let me say he was obviously bright, brassy, and everybody loved my voice. For those voice. of you who know Brad, you know that he is always happy to talk yeah. about himself. Uh, usually. <laughs> 
Brad was always the guy in class who was in the front of the room. His hand was always up. He was always the one who was answering questions or asking questions. So I heard his voice a lot. And I'm proud to be that student, by the way. So for those of you rolling your eyes at home. (laughs) You're a good student. So was I. I was just one of those students that's like quiet genius. Anyway, so I kept hearing his voice constantly. And I was like, you know, this is kind of weird, but he sounds really familiar. Like, do I know him from somewhere? I was like, I can't believe this right now. Like, this sounds so like Hallmark movie. Like, I swear I knew him from somewhere. It didn't occur to me to just go ask him if we knew each other because he didn't look familiar to me. So I was kind of listening to him for a week and I was trying to figure this out. It finally dawned on me that we were actually in the same orientation group like the semester before because we both transferred to the same school at the same time. Our major that we were trying to get into was quite small and we were all in like the same auditorium and he was on the very far end of the row from me and surprise surprise he was the guy asking all the questions and talking and i had a lot of questions (laughs) i needed answers all the questions and so i finally was like oh okay so that's that was my moment where i knew i'm kidding no no you you didn't know neither of us really knew per se i i I guess we could kind of talk about that moment but that that that's coming up we Uh, weren't even really attracted to each other at all yeah like we just weren't like He's the one. Yeah, it was not love at first sight, people. But yeah, we, we started talking closer to the end of the semester. I mean, we had a couple of conversations. We were in a couple of group, like, editing things, not projects. Peer uh, review. Yeah, peer review. It so. was an English class, so we had to write a lot of papers. It was like, here, read my paper that I really don't care about. Oh, I don't know That's what you're doing. pages long. I don't know what your problem is. I actually really enjoyed my papers. Well, I wrote mine about copyright, and by the end of the whole deal because we were working on those for like a month i was so tired of writing about copyright and i was like why did i choose this i had some good papers in that class i actually really enjoyed that class i still uh i don't know if i have them but i still remember some of the papers that i wrote for that class i really enjoyed it so we we actually started talking around like what was it two three weeks before the semester ended somewhere in there it was like march so like we met each other in january and this is like end of march the funny thing is the first time we really like talked at all i was actually talking to a girl that i had gone on a date with like the weekend before but she waited around for me which you know is always flattering right okay so we were in the middle of a conversation and so i was just waiting for politely for a second So I didn't know that I was awkwardly in the middle of, I don't know. I was just like, hey, I'm just talking to this guy and it's cool. That's all right. She was waiting for a missionary. And he's like trying to put the moves on someone else. And I was not trying to put the moves on her. (laughs) It was just kind of a hi, how you doing kind of thing. You were always trying to put the moves on anyone. What are you talking about? (laughs) I, I got around. Anyway. Basically, we just started talking about whether or not we got accepted because that was like the week that emails were sent out about who got in the program and who didn't. And that neither was a sad week. That was a very depressing week. <laughs> it was, but and uh, it was February when we got those. Actually, was it? Yeah, it was February. Like, oh, okay. So we've gone through this horrible like, I didn't get accepted and it sucks. So now what I'm gonna do? What am I gonna do with my life? And it's that like middle of the semester slump. And mm-hmm. then we're going into March. So, like, it's just, like, hinting at spring, but it's not quite there yet. 
And then we just kind of started talking a little bit more. And then there was a day that I actually walked her to class. Her class had canceled. And so... No, it wasn't canceled. It just ended early. Yeah, it ended early. And so we would just hang around on campus and just talk for like two hours at a time. The time when he walked me to class was kind of an accident because like our classes were like on complete opposite ends of campus. So we talked for like the minute and 30 seconds that it would take to get out of that building because it was a labyrinth. And then we would just be like, all right, well see ya Wednesday whatever and we'd high five and leave so it was incredibly romantic <laughs> that one day that he walked me in my class we just kept talking and we didn't even realize that he had been walking along with me until like we were in the next building where I was supposed to go and we were all the way up to the door and we were both kind of like oh uh well uh huh <laughs> you know we had one of those moments and like I could tell that like he wanted to say something and I was like well I uh I, I gotta go and he was like yeah uh and we were like, okay, that was interesting. Yeah, that was kind of fun. So that's kind of like how it was going for the next, like, basically through March. We were just slowly kind of walking with each other and talking. And for me, it was really nice because I was working this insanely early custodial job. So I had to be up at like three every morning and I didn't have a life. I couldn't go out and hang out with people because people wanted to be out late. And I was like, I got to go to bed. I got to be up in like four hours. Sorry. So I didn't really have many friends. I didn't really have a lot of people to hang out with. I was super lonely. So it was really, really nice to have somebody to just like walk and talk with. You know, it's funny because I can actually tell you the exact moment that I decided I wanted to date you. And this was the moment when he knew. <laughs> it wasn't the moment that I knew. I didn't know it was like the one, but I did know that I wanted to date you. It was funny because in the particular campus where we were, there was this, this dating culture that is very difficult to describe. If you've been there, you know what we're talking about, and we're not going to go into detail because we'll just both get irritated. Irritated. So. <laughs> yep. But the funny thing is, like, I was just venting about how frustrating it was trying to date around this particular area. And she just goes, oh, I know. And she kind of goes on her own rant. And funny enough, talking about how frustrating dating was is kind of what clued me into, huh, this girl's kind of cool. I think I want to date her. Telling you that's when he knew. I probably totally interrupted you too. I'm like, oh, yeah, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like going on my own thing and talking. And you're just sitting there like, Oh, what a babe. <laughs> I'm sure that the wind was just blowing my hair just right, and it was probably just perfect lighting, and Alan Menken was playing in the background. Yeah, Pocahontas was singing, you know, everything. Yep. What a Pocahontas, I don't know. <laughs> Someone's playing Kiss the Girl, and we're like, shut up. Yep, basically. So it was getting up to the end of the semester, and I figured I had to make a move somehow, but I didn't want to, like, endanger the friendship. You know, that's always, like, the cop-out. You don't want to endanger the friendship that you're making, right? Were you intimidated by me? I, I, I am intimidated by all women, <laughs> let's be honest. So Were you scared of me? I was scared that I was going to freak you out or creep you out or whatever, you know? Oh, it's okay. I already thought you were annoying, so. Uh-huh. I guess that's a win. I'm sorry now, but I really did think he was annoying. <laughs> yeah, well. I was like, geez, this guy, does he ever stop talking? Yeah, and well. And then we got to get to know each other, and I was like, oh, he's actually really nice, and I'm a big jerk. But funny. you were really annoying. I'm, I'm still annoying. <laughs> After, what, three years of marriage, I'm still annoying. Not gonna, I'm I, at the risk of saying something. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. All right. So I figured I had to make a move somehow, but I didn't want to endanger the friendship, you know, that Our whole fragile, cop out. fragile bud of a flower yeah. relationship. <laughs> Basically. In March, in springtime, when everyone's thoughts turn to love. 
Yes, something like that. In the spring, when the college student emerges from his cocoon. Um... I'm a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> anyway, so I... That's what you were. You were a beautiful butterfly. I, I, I was the beautiful butterfly. Do you remember the day butterfly. you used my lotion? Oh, God. I had this, like, sugary lotion, and... <laughs> He like his hands were cracking really bad, and this is when we were like just starting to get to know each other. We were sitting on this grassy part of campus because it was like unbelievably warm. It was so beautiful, and so we were hanging out outside enjoying the sun. And he kept coming up and like hanging out with us, and they'd be like, "Oh, I have to go run to the library and do this," and he would like go off and do that, and then he'd be like, "Oh, actually, I have to do this." And so you were like back and forth and back and forth, and so in the meantime, this we were... pattern of my behavior has not changed. <laughs> and so we were kind of like. This guy is really interesting, you know? I noticed, like, his hands were really cracked, or you said something about it or whatever, and I was like, well, I, I have some lotion. I mean, it's kind of, like, scented. You're like, ah, oh, I'll take it. And you got this, like, huge glob of my sugar-scented lotion, and you probably were, like, turning heads all through the library as you're, like, <laughs> running your errands and you smell like sugar. Yep. It was great. All this to say, I tried to get her number, but I had to do it in a way that was subtle, so it wasn't like, I want to date you. Speaking of the horrible dating culture, let's jump right in. Yeah, exactly. And so I said, hey, you should give me your number so we can jam sometime. We had gotten to talking about the dating and things like that, and we were talking about music because we we're both musicians and blah, blah, blah. And I was telling a little bit what, about what I do. At the time, it was I was trying to do like EDM stuff, and I wasn't very good at it. So he was like, oh, well, hey, we should jam sometime. I totally know what's going on here. But I'm like, yeah, we can do that. And mm -hmm. he was like, well, why don't we, like, exchange numbers? Yeah, cool. I yeah, thought it was can, smart. <laughs> we can hang out. Yeah, and he's, like, planning things. I'm like, I totally know. He's just asking for my number. But he was cool, and I felt really comfortable around him. So I was okay with it. I don't normally just give out my numbers. So the fact that I gave out my number to him was a good sign. So the lesson here, boys, lull them into a false sense of security. <laughs> <laughs> no, you got lucky. I did get very lucky. So I wound up texting her. And so we decided to hang out later that week. We were going to do it Sunday. Sunday didn't work out. So we decided we were going to hang out Monday. Oh, that Monday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Do you want to tell this oh, part of the story? that week. So at this point, he has my number and we've been texting a little bit back and forth. And we're like, hey, well, do you want to get together and like jam and, and you know, whatever. It just kept not working out, so we just kept texting, and we found that we really liked talking to each other continually over text, and we were joking a lot and kind of starting to flirt, obviously. We're now into, like, second week of April. Like, it's almost Easter. So we'd been talking about this show that we were both watching at the time, and I was like, well, hey, do you want to maybe come over and, and watch it? Wait, did you invite me? Is that how that works? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. You were cool. in my apartment, stupid. <laughs> 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 yeah, I had the guts. I was the one that invited him. He asked for my number, but I was the first one to invite him over. Again, boys, false sense of security. <laughs> you wanted your shovel? It's in the corner. <laughs> so he comes over, and we're, like, in the awkward, like, oh, he's in my house. Do I still like him? You know? And we're, like... <laughs> I'm sorry, but that's what was going through my head. I was like, you know what? We're... <laughs> Shut up. It's not that funny. He's in my house. Do I still like him? Anyway, He's sorry. in my house. Do I still like him? You know, you got a gauge. 
Anyway, he comes over and we decide to watch the show together. Then we just start talking again and we're just talking about everything and he ended up staying over for a long time and it was really late and we both had super early work in the morning and we we're like, oh man, this is going to suck. But it was cool. Talk about your roommates. So I guess I should back up and say that I was always, always, always single for like years and years. I was always the token single roommate. So when I brought a guy home, so to speak, my roommates were like over the moon. My Keep sweet... in mind, all of her roommates are like 19 at this point. Well, and except very for her. She was, she was yep. closer to my age. But yeah, I was always the oldest one in the apartment. There was usually like at least a four to six year gap. So she was super excited. And she sent me this photo after he left. And she was like, I'm never going to do this again. And I know this is super creepy, but I just had to snap a picture of you guys because you were so cute together. And so we're sitting on the couch. And by this time, like we're kind of cuddling-ish. Mm -hmm. Like, just feeling our boundaries out, because we obviously like each other, you know, but we're still kind of trying to figure out where we're at. We had a great first night, and we keep texting. We were quoting Disney's The Little Mermaid to each other, just in conversation. Again, she's the one that invited me to this. She's like, okay, you know what? What are you doing tonight? We're, we're watching this. I'm like, get over here. We're yeah. watching this. And he's like, who's we? I'm like, you stupid. Like, <laughs> That's basically exactly how the conversation went. I come over to her place and we watch it and I'm singing along with all the different songs. He's singing along to all the songs, especially like Kiss the Girl. And he's just going up and I'm like, I'm sitting next to him and I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, who is this guy? Mm -hmm. And, and that, that yeah. was probably the moment where I wondered if you were gay. <laughs> This is kind of a, a constant pattern in my life. People are always asking if I am gay. I am very much straight. I'm just very flamboyant and I'm very artsy. And that is not something you find in a straight person very often, you know? So that happened. And then the cuddle boundaries got a little closer, you know? <laughs> Were there cuddle boundaries by that point? I don't actually know. I don't even know. He passed the Disney test, obviously. Then it was the next night, which is where things got a little more fun. I always feel a little weird telling this story because I realize how many movies we watch <laughs> as a couple. I don't see anything wrong with that. Uh, so third night, we're, we're hanging out. a great way out. to feel out your cuddle boundaries. So third night, we get together and we watch another movie. And to kind of show that I was interested, I gave her a little peck on the cheek. Basically, the last couple nights, we've been having a lot of deep conversation. Like, it's not just, you know, he came over and we watched movies and we sort of cuddled. Like, we were actually legitimately connecting and we hadn't been on any dates yet, like official dates, but we had really been getting to know each other a lot. And yeah. we, we were sharing a lot of deep stuff about our lives and our feelings and how just how we think and our families. And yeah. so we were actually getting to know each other pretty well at this point. And it was very obvious that we were into each other. Yeah. So we would talk for like a few hours after the movie was over. And that that's the part I always kind of leave out. Uh, whenever I tell this story, just because, you know, I'm just trying to get to the good stuff, yeah, I guess. Story. It does make it sound kind of shallow when we don't include that. But yeah, like we'd been getting to know each other for quite a while at this point. Yeah. So it wasn't it was just like some random guy that's like, hey, do you want to hang out and like feel out our cuddle boundaries? Basically. <laughs> I'm going to say that for the rest of the episode. Cuddle boundaries. Cuddle boundaries. We, you know, we watched a movie and we were having another one of those deep conversations. I uh, left to use the facilities for a moment. <laughs> Which... You left to use the facilities? Well, I mean, how else am I supposed to that say it? That makes it sound like I, like I live in a warehouse or something. 
<laughs> she lives at Costco, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Free samples every Friday. <laughs> that can be taken in so many different That's ways. That's not what I meant. Jeez. Free samples of what exactly? Anyway. Uh, so I don't I had... know where your mind is right now. I was talking about, like, a cup of noodles. Uh, um... You need to stop talking out of your rear end. <laughs> Right, I'll turn around. Anyway. Anyway, back to our romantic story <laughs> where he got to use the bathroom. And like I said, at this point, I had already kissed her cheek to kind of show that I was interested in her. And I'd been like kind of kneeling, uh, kneeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't Free doing... samples. <laughs> oh, no. You dug yourself into this hole. Find your way out. <laughs> anyway, so you're Mr. Romantic. And he's, like, slyly kissing my cheek. I'm like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm not going to start this. I am so not going to be the one to start this. I'm going to. I could have, because guess what? I was leaning on his shoulder, and it was, like, centimeters away. All I had to do was just, like, move my chin up. And I was like, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to start this. It's not going to be me. So I was, yes. So funny enough, it kind of happened by accident, but I I came back and she was just kind of resting back on the couch, you know. Well, it was like nearly midnight by this point and he was kind of like, well, I should probably get going. And so he got up to use the facilities and so he was sitting on the left side of the couch and he came back and I was just resting my eyes for a moment. I figured, you know, he's probably going to sit back down and we'll be like, okay, well, you know, let's hang out tomorrow, whatever. And so I... Oh, no. Yep. Oh, no. (laughs) So I came up to give her another kiss on the cheek. Yeah, right. That is exactly what I did, okay? so I don't trust your intentions. So I go up and I kiss her on the cheek, and she turns. And it's, okay, no, 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 okay. It startled me because, like I said, I was expecting him to go sit down next to me. But no, he's freaking mashing his face against my cheek. And I'm like, whoa. And I turn, and he's right there. I just remember my exact thought process because I was trying to restrain myself just a little bit here. And I my thoughts were just like, her lips are right there. You know what? Screw it. And I kissed her. And at this point, I should probably also mention that the wind was probably lifting my hair at just the right angle. And the lighting was probably just wonderful. And there were also probably flowers. And Alan Menken was in the background again. And Sebastian was like doing the calypso or whatever, you know. I should clarify, she did kiss back. Of course, yeah. I'm not a... (laughs) Go ahead and say it, by all means. I'm confident. Uh, Oh. that area. Oh. (laughs) Well, yeah. I wasn't allowed to be... (laughs) You're allowed... Anyway. You're allowed to be confident. Anyway, the next night, one of your roommates was, like, having a birthday party for her boyfriend or whatever. Yeah. And, and I... by that point, we were like, want to come over? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. She was eyeing me the whole time during that party. Oh, you bet I was eyeing you. Well, you know, I mean, like, we just kissed and it was like, that just happened. And, well, I think we were trying to figure out, like, if we wanted to go out and do something, like, have our actual first date. Because we actually hadn't had a first date yet. Because guess what? It's not required. We're sitting here talking in this microphone at you yeah. three years later. No, five years later. Yeah, yeah. It was some three time ago. Three years of marriage later, but yeah, it was a long time ago. It works, people. You don't have to date. Yep. Well. <laughs> I mean, do date, but like you don't have to go on dates. We're, 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 yeah. <laughs> I'll grab my shovel. Hand you a pickaxe while you're down there. So for some reason, everybody just kind of left. Yeah, and... everybody left. And I was like, 
Oh, you're just leaving us alone? <laughs> yeah, and I asked her to be my girlfriend, and it was actually really kind of cute, because, you know, we're kissing, and she kind of pulls back, and I go, um, do you want to be my girlfriend? And she goes, oh, sure. So that night, we planned to go on our first date the next night. The next night was Friday, so mind you, this is Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all of this stuff has happened. So Monday, It's Romeo and Juliet, So Monday, people. he comes over, watches a movie. Tuesday, he comes over, watches a movie. Wednesday, he comes over, we kiss. Thursday, he asks me if his girlfriend... And Friday, we go on our first date. And she creamed me in mini golf at a place that does not exist anymore. Oh, yeah, with like the horrible mosquito. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Swamp. Yeah, it, it, it was like a swamp, basically. <laughs> we were mini golfing in a swamp, but hey, well, it, it was stop also us. it was also April, too, so yeah. it's starting to warm up. And Basically, I, that night, I found out one of your favorite restaurants was in and out. California just... all the way. That's also the night he found out I don't like onions. We won't tell you how. <laughs> anyway. So that weekend, Saturday and Sunday, was Easter weekend. And I met one half of his family on one day. And I met the entire rest of his family the next day. Yep. So no pressure there, obviously. I also wound up meeting some of your family over Skype. That's basically the story of how we met and started dating. That's our backwards story. It's like every everything that we've ever done has been like either backwards or upside down or just not the way that people normally do things but for some reason it just really worked out for us just a little bit outside the ordinary that's our story thanks for tuning in your face is so red of course it is <laughs> Hey friends, thanks for listening to our podcast. If you liked what you heard, feel free to follow and share. We'll catch you next time on What's for Lunch.